You're listening to Give Your Life Away, a devotional podcast from Canyon Bible Church of Prescott designed to equip you with the truth of God's Word and encourage you in the pursuit of ascribing glory to Jesus Christ. Today on the Give Your Life Away podcast, we come to another book in the Epistle Project. We're going through the New Testament epistles. If you're just jumping in right now, uh, welcome. We've been through a number of books together already. Today we start in Colossians, Colossians 1, 1 through verse 14. Paul writes this to the Colossian church. Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus, by the will of God, and Timothy, our brother, to the saints and faithful brothers in Christ at Colossae, grace to you and peace from God our Father. We always thank God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, when we pray for you. Since we heard of your faith in Christ Jesus and of the love that you have for all the saints because of the hope laid up for you in heaven, of this you have heard before in the word of truth, the gospel, which has come to you, as indeed in the whole world it is bearing fruit and increasing, as it also does among you since the day you heard it and understood the grace of God in truth, just as you learned it from Epaphras, our fellow servant. He is a faithful minister of Christ on your behalf and has made known to us your love in the Spirit. And so, from the day we heard, we have not ceased to pray for you, asking that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will in all spiritual wisdom and understanding, so as to walk in a manner worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing to him, bearing fruit in every good work, and increasing in the knowledge of God, being strengthened with all power, according to his glorious might, for all endurance and patience with joy, giving thanks to the Father, who has qualified you to share in the inheritance of the saints in light. He has delivered us from the domain of darkness and transferred us to the kingdom of his beloved Son, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. As I've mentioned before, whenever the Lord or one of his appointed leaders prays, we have the opportunity to get some perspective concerning what our lives look like. When you read of Paul's prayer in Colossians, let it serve as a way to reorient your life. These prayers show us what the Holy Spirit deems important for our lives. Remember, the Holy Spirit is the author of Scripture through men who are inspired. So if Paul prayed, my heart's desire is for the saints for all times to travel to Jerusalem, let's say. So let's just say that Paul states this prayer in Scripture. My prayer is that for all saints at all times would travel to Jerusalem. Then you should have already made plans to travel to Jerusalem. A 21st century Christian would would make plans to travel to Jerusalem because you understand in the Bible, Paul prays this for saints for all times. I just use that as an example. What is important to the Holy Spirit should be the highest priority in our lives. So I want to focus on the first prayer request that Paul has for the church. Verse 9. And so from the day we heard, we have not ceased to pray for you, asking that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will in all spiritual wisdom and understanding, so as to walk in a manner worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing to him, bearing fruit in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. If you take those two verses backwards, you could be saying this, I want you to be fully pleasing to the Lord by bearing fruit in every good work and to be increasing in the knowledge of God. The way to do that 
is to be filled with the knowledge of his will, to be filled with what he wants, knowing what he wants. So you and I should pursue being filled with the knowledge of what God desires. If we know more and more of what he wants, we'll be more fruitful for him. So how do we increase in that knowledge? We go to the place that God has clearly and specifically revealed himself to us. Scripture. Later in the book, Colossians 3.16, Paul tells the church to let the word of Christ dwell in them richly and then to teach and admonish one another and to also sing and be thankful. The word governs how we live, worship, and exhort one another. Every once in a while, a fellow believer will ask a, a group to pray for God's will in a situation to be clear. Maybe you've prayed that before. I've prayed that before. They have a decision to make, and they want God to show them what to do. I find that the more a person understands Scripture and has the aim to please God in all things, that decision-making is less mystical and less confusing. The more you know Scripture, the more you will understand how to please the Lord in any given situation. If you want to know God's will for your life, do two things. First, look down. Look at where you're standing. Where does God have you today? How does God then want you to be faithful in the place that he has you? Secondly, look in your Bible. The more you know about who God is and what he desires, the more you will know how to respond to situations that he'll set before you in the future. Now, I'm not saying that God doesn't put us into places where we have to make difficult decisions between two good options. Sometimes both of those choices can glorify God. What I am saying is that sometimes Christians stress out over the will of God. But if they knew their Bibles better or ask a mature believer who knew their Bible well, the decision wouldn't actually be that difficult. Christian, pray that the Lord would make you more understanding of his will as it is revealed in Scripture. And as you grow in Scripture knowledge, ask him to give you clarity as to what decision to make which will be the most pleasing to him. God loves to answer these prayers. If you've been encouraged by the Give Your Life Away podcast, please share it with a friend. And if you'd like to get in touch with us, you'll find us online at canyonprescott.org. Thanks for listening. Join us next time for Give Your Life Away. We are-